1: 18 plus. Right now, though, KFI's and KTLA's intrepid tech reporter, Rich DeMoreau, is on the line with us. Rich hosts Rich on Tech here on KFI, Saturdays 11 to 2. And he maintains a robust Instagram feed at Rich on Tech, and his website is richontech.tv.
0: Welcome back, Rich. Good to hear you. Hey, good morning to you, Jason. Happy day after. Thank you very much. I hope you had a great fourth. Yeah, it was fun. It was nice. That's cool. Celebrated early.
1: Oh, nice. uh Let's start with Instagram, okay? Uh, this new app called Threads. Uh, do you think that they... Well, tell you what, let, let's tee it up first. I Save my follow-up because I'm eager to hear. Uh, what is Threads and what is it going to compete with?
0: Yeah, so let's just uh, give you the rundown. Threads is basically Facebook and Instagram's version of Twitter. So we have not seen the app uh, in its entirety just yet. It is scheduled to launch tomorrow morning. Uh, you can search for an invite on uh, your Instagram if you search the term Threads. It'll get a little ticket. You can tap that ticket, set a reminder to download the app. It's available for iOS first, Android later, and it's basically Twitter. You get to write posts. You get to post pictures. People can reply. People can retweet, or, uh, sorry, rethread. <laughs> 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 um, and, yeah, it's basically uh, Meta's answer to Twitter at a time when some people are disenfranchised with Twitter.
1: Okay, that was my follow-up, kind of, uh, which is why would – okay, let's talk about Meta's install base is that enough gravity alone to make it a twitter competitor immediately
0: i think it definitely gives it a good chance that people will check it out but i find the irony very thick because here it is people are looking towards a company that a couple of years ago they were all hating on for their privacy practices and and various uh, other things and now they're looking towards tw- uh, towards meta as being the savior for the uh, social media kind of landscape. And so I don't know if I want Meta to have that much power with Facebook, also Instagram, and now sort of the Twitter scape as well. Um, But we'll see. It definitely has a good chance because it seems like you're going to follow over whatever followers you have on Instagram will immediately come over to this new app. And uh, vice versa. So that gives it a big user base immediately. Do
1: you think that maybe Meta had this in the works? Obviously, it was in the works. But do you think they pushed it out a little bit early because of the stuff over the weekend with the limitations on what you can view on Twitter?
0: Oh, absolutely. So I think they were just kind of, you know, they knew they, they needed this product for the last couple of years, but they just sat there and waited for an opportunity because it, they seem to come up every couple of months with Elon Musk at the helm. So they just said, you know what, we're just going to wait for the next big opportunity where people are really angry and then we'll announce this and then we'll launch it. And of course, with apps, you can update them, you can make them better as time goes on. So it's not going to be complete from day one, but it's probably going to be pretty good um, and it will hopefully get better.
1: Didn't they try to do something with audio once or twice? I mean, they've rolled out some stuff before that's been, like, full of pomp and circumstance and didn't really deliver. So this might be another hurry up and wait situation. Is that your take, too?
0: Oh, they've tried everything. Anything that has come out, they have copycat, uh, They have been a copycat. Uh, me too, me too, me too. And, uh, you know, at the core, really what they're still successful at is the Facebook feed and Instagram. And Instagram's having some success with the Reels, which is just a ripoff of TikTok. And, of course, Instagram took what Snapchat did with their uh, stories and made that very popular on Instagram. P- yeah. People probably don't even remember that Snapchat started that, that sort of storytelling ability. And now, of course, we just identify it with, uh, sn- with uh, Instagram. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with this. I just don't see a lot of people saying, oh, yeah, let's make this my new Twitter. But, hey, time will tell.
1: Right, and I'm still watching Blue Sky too. I heard you mention that yesterday while with uh, Wayne Resnick. Uh, yeah, Facebook does have a serious FOMO. Um, let's move over to Google uh, and its privacy policy. Um, it says, w- "What's it saying now? It's going to scrape even more or less of us? What's happening?"
0: Yeah, basically, uh, Google over the weekend updated its privacy policy to say, "You know what? Anything you write online could be used potentially by Google for any and all of its AI projects, including Bard." and anything else that they come up with and so uh, I think the bottom line here is that it used to be when you wrote something online if you didn't like it later you could delete it and yeah nothing ever really goes away from the internet but it was a little bit tougher to find and maybe if someone had a screenshot or a cache of the of the page fine but now the fact that these AI tools are scraping everything 24-7 Anything you say online could potentially go into one of these large language models, and it just has a lot of implications for the way the web um, exists and also what we do on there and how long it lasts.
1: Now, when it comes to this, uh, the, the scraping, the AI, the large language models, Europe has uh, traditionally, with GDPR and others, been ahead of the curve when it comes to privacy things because, honestly, the U.S. used to it does innovate these situations first, and then Europe seems to respond Uh, Is this going to be something that the EU picks up when it comes to Google and its new privacy policy?
0: Oh, probably. I mean, uh, the EU is definitely um, very different than the U.S. when it comes to all of this stuff on the Internet. I think California is probably the most closely aligned with the EU when it comes to privacy online. Um, But, you know, the U.S. has always been kind of like build, build, build and we'll figure it out later, I think uh, Washington this time around is saying, let's look at this a little bit closer the first time around before it gets too big and before we have to rewrite the rules and the tech companies have too much power. But at the same time, you don't want to stifle what can be done with this because the U.S. wants to be seen as a leader in the world, in the entire world when it comes to AI. So we don't want to stop the progress, but we also want to make sure that uh, people are reasonably safe.
1: Yeah, that's great. That's, that's really good context. I mean, because the tech sector is having its best year in 40 years almost. and Oh, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, was, we we're about to have that conversation about Wall Street. So I'll just move over to Yahoo real quick. Uh, one of the Internet's oldest brands. I still use Yahoo Finance because I'm old school business, and I find that their reporting and their data is pretty solid. But Yahoo is trying to look for a, a larger kind of comeback. Come What's it going to roll out?
0: Well, yeah, and what you're saying with Yahoo Finance, I think, is, is indicative of a lot. They still have a lot of users. And here's the thing. This is the, the, the article in the Financial Times says that uh, basically Yahoo wants to eventually IPO again. And I said, wait, what? I thought they were owned by Verizon. <laughs> right. Turns out they were spun out of Verizon after they were purchased uh, a couple years ago. And so now they are a privately held company. Uh, they've got the same guy that I used to work for, Jim Lanzone, uh, who used to be in charge of CNET and then later CBS Interactive, So he knows what's going on with these brands. He knows how to build uh, brands that people really like, and in a lot of different ways. You know, they've got Yahoo Finance, they've got, you know, Entertainment, they've got uh, TechCrunch as a startup. They even own AOL. And so he's saying, basically, look, we're in a really good position. Uh, We also have AI now on our side, and I think we're ready to kind of make Yahoo big again. And I kind of believe it because the Internet has gone through this up and down phase with these big companies like BuzzFeed that all tried to, like, you know, eat everyone's lunch and look what happened. And so Yahoo's kind of like been around forever and they still have what they do really well and a lot of traffic. So what can they do with that? We'll see.
1: Yeah, I I agree. I think this is a really smart move. And I'm I'm glad to see them re- reference it as a, as an IPO, because just anecdotally speaking, I've been dealing with Yahoo in a subscription thing, and it's been pretty sus, and I have to say that what the FTC is doing with Amazon and Amazon Prime subscriptions, mm-hmm. I think that there's a, a shadow of that at Yahoo as well that needs to be addressed. Hey, you before, mean tough to cancel? Yeah, tough to cancel, he, uh, yeah, and tough to actually to get any kind of response at all. It, it's, well, it's not yeah, what I'm used I mean, to.
0: I feel like this is very indicative of some of these companies that are, you know, and, and this is something I always recommend when people sign up for something before you sign up, because sign up is very, very easy. Just see what it's like to cancel. For instance, I signed up for this service uh, online, and, you know, I said, okay, well, you just Google like the name of the service plus cancellation. And then you see what people say about how tough it is to cancel. And that should give you an idea of do you want to deal with that at some point when it's your turn to cancel this stuff. And if it's not easy as like one, two, three, click, um, you know, you should maybe think twice. But I will tell you one, one pro tip, Jason. Mm-hmm. Uh, ChatGPT is your friend for cancellation. It can craft a really nice letter that you can email to the company and help you cancel uh, very quickly and easily.
1: God, Rich, I tell you, there's always action items when we talked with you. This is fantastic. Hey, Speaking of which, before I have to let you go, you mentioned yesterday something that we talked about a little bit last week, but I want to pull it back up because it's such a cool app. I hope you don't mind. It's not on our notes, I know, but uh, it has to do with the uh, interactive product tour, uh, interactive tours that you can take. Where, yeah, it, it, yeah, can you tell us a little bit more about that one more time, please?
0: Yeah, absolutely. This is called Voice Map, and I, I absolutely love it. It's uh, basically a GPS audio guided app. So uh, you go to a city, you search for the destination, and there's a whole bunch of tours typically in that city done by local folks, podcasters, and things like that. Uh, you pay a couple of bucks, you load it up on your phone, you walk around the city, and you follow this map, and it tells you what you're, you know, what you're seeing. And it's really, really cool. Uh, we did it in Austin. I absolutely love it. I'm going to a couple of countries uh, later this summer, and so I'm definitely going to fire it up there. And you just feel smart. When you take one of these tours, because, yeah, you can walk around by yourself and read the little signs around town or whatever. But this is really like taking your own personal tour um, on your own time, by the way. You can start and finish whenever you feel like it. Yeah, voice the, Map is the website.
1: Yeah, voicemap.me. Thanks a lot for yeah. that, Rich. I really appreciate it. And hopefully if we talk again before you travel, um, uh, that's great. If not, have great travels.
0: Okay. Yeah, we'll be back. It's, it's later. So I've got it. But, yeah. Right, I'm cool. I'm excited.
1: <laughs> yeah, right on. Well, Rich, always a pleasure. Thank you very much.
0: All right, Jason. Take care. That's Rich
1: DeMuro. He hosts uh, Rich on Tech here on KFI. That's Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. And he maintains a really strong Instagram feed at Rich on Tech. And his website is richontech.tv. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.